Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Suns and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast. I'm your host Gavin and we are here with Nate Hamo and fucking Boyd who's dropped out again and can't hear anything <laughs> because that's what we do at the start of this fucking show. How there are we doing, Jess? <laughs> Young, mate, I'm mate. How are you doing? Oh, fucking wonderful. Nate, how are you traveling, mate? Good. I've had. A, I mean, I think we've both had a couple of weeks off, or maybe you're back last week. You were, but uh, yep, I've got my apartment back to myself and uh, can swear freely on our pod again. <laughs> Fantastic. And now that you can finally hear us, Boyd, the fucking ritual every week. You should yeah. just log out while the intro's going on and log back in. You fucking moron. Why haven't you done that yet? How are you going anyway, mate? Um, well, the reason I haven't done it yet, Gavin, is because I'm just holding out hope that technology will do what it's fucking purchased to do and not fuck up. Well, it's clearly, it. it's, it's clearly you because nobody else has the fucking issue. <laughs> yeah, so man, you can I'm blame technology it. all you like, but it's clearly you. Bro, I'm going really well. I'm going really well. Thank right. you. Um, yeah, it's good to be back after a bit of a spell. Yeah, you um, you've you dogged us the last couple of weeks, so that it's nice to see you back. I mean, at least Nate had a reasonable excuse. His parents were over visiting him. No, that's a reasonable excuse, Nate. I'm going to let you. Yeah, that was for I Boyd. Mean, that was for Boyd. That yeah, wasn't for you. Boyd gave. <laughs> oh, okay. Because because Boyd gave us some shit excuse like it's his kid's birthday, but he's got that many fucking kids. Every day is their kids' birthdays. Um, so shit excuse, really. Um, if you're checking us out on YouTube, do us a solid, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, make sure that you're doing all that sort of stuff. Our subscribers keep growing every week. We love it. Thank you very much. But we want to see more of you, so let's let's uh, let's get that ticket over. Um, let's have a look at this week in Suns basketball, gents. So the four games since we potted last, a loss to OKC, a loss to the Lakers, a loss to Sacramento, and then... An absolute fucking pounding of Joel Embiid and his piece of shit sixes today. How'd you see the week? And let's go with you, Boyd. Yeah, mate. I um, I've actually really enjoyed just watching this and just um, reflecting on each game, um, even the losses. Um, just with me and my own thoughts and steering clear of all the shit off Twitter and um, and and, and <laughs> so well then. Just uh, just social media in general. So when we um, when we talk about some of the things going on in that regard, I'm not going to have much really to say, but I'll chime in anyway. But look, um, look, I I see it for what it is, and a lot of people are tired of the wait till we get fucking healthy. Well, wait, you know, people are tired of that same old fucking line from 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 us positive fans. Wait till we get KD back. Wait till we get CP3 back, you know, earlier in the season. Wait till we get Book back earlier in the season. Wait till we're all healthy. Some people are getting tired of that same old rhetoric. But, um, look, ultimately, not only are we – we've had a little sniff of what it looks like with KD, 
Um, not only are we missing KD, but we're also missing D fucking A. We're also we're, we're also missing everything, the entire core that we traded off to get KD. So look, we're just this is um this is a, a great learning curve for us sons. And I've I've been okay so long as we don't drop under six. There's no panic stations, man. I've enjoyed this week. I'm, I'm enjoying watching everyone play. So, uh, well, it's been, um, and if you look at Sun's Twitter, obviously, the uh, I named the pod pre today's game just thinking Embiid's going to play. We've got no DA and KD. Um, the sky's falling. Uh, now the pod is named The Sky is Not So Much Falling. Um, because over this period where everybody on Sun's Twitter and everyone in Sun's Land, Lost their fucking minds about how terrible we were gonna we we were and what we were gonna do. Um, before today's game, we, were, we pre the KD injury, we were fourth. Um, after this eight game, nine game spread, we were half a game out of fourth. Massive fall, obviously, um, to to go half a game out of fourth. And now after today, we're back in fourth. So. You know what? People might not be uh, overly happy with us positive fans and our narrative, but guess what, fuckers? We're in fourth again. Nate, how did you see the week? Well, to, to Boyd's point as well with the, the this game being a proved game, right? So, we're, like you said, we're out two starters, which took two two players off our bench into the starting lineup, and we've answered the depth question. So what do we had? Our bench scored 53 points to Philly 17. And that was the bench minus two players off the bench. So obviously Payne, Ross and TJ were the standouts. So I just think it's it, it's answered the questions we need answered. And by the end of the week, we're going to be back to 100% strength. So today's game was all positive. I think I think it was just fantastic. And TJ's TJ's points. I didn't I didn't even realize he'd hit more than one bucket until I looked at the uh, the box sheet. I was like, everything he did was just so quiet. Uh, <laughs> hey, great game. Uh, the other two solid. that I watched, the, the Lakers and the Sack game were uh, disappointing, but mainly the Lakers game. I mean, at least at least with Sacramento, I think they proved now that it, they're not the dumpster fire they always have been. They have actually turned a corner. And that game... Let's, let's wait be, until be playoffs hard to before watch. we make that decision, shall we? Well, they, they, they've made the playoffs for the what, first time in 20 years. So that's... Yeah, that's let's, let's see what they do. Because if the Suns... If, Let's put it this way. If the Suns ended up sixth and played Sacramento in the first round of the playoffs, I think, like, with a healthy team, we'd sweep the fuck out of it. Yeah. It'd be dumpster fire all over again. Well, I actually thought they were kind of fun to watch for the first time ever, even though they were beating us at the time doing it. And you haven't been able to say that about Sac for a while, so. And uh, the important question, Nate, can you see staff there in the the bar? (laughs) I know I see... I see me there at the back of the bar, but um, where, yeah, can you see staff there? there? <laughs> no, but uh, it was in the chat there, and I'm hoping that he chimes in. I hope that he dials in and uh, gives us a live feed from um, God's Palace. Oh, absolutely. You'll be wrapped. I'll, um, I'll message him in a second when uh, Boyd goes on one of his rants where <laughs> nobody else nobody else gets to speak for fucking 20 minutes. Um, Hamo, how do you see the week, mate? Mate, um, yeah, it wasn't the greatest week, obviously. Um, losing to the Lakers always, always hurts. But um, dark times before the before the beautiful blue skies, you know what I mean? We got the 
tough couple of games running into the playoffs, but I'm pretty happy with where we are. Um, yeah, we're going to do pretty damn good from here on out. We're four to six, though, gents, right? Like, there's we're not dropping below four to six right now. No, no chance. I think we finished in that first spot. That's got to be the Luke team is, goal, finish with the, at least in the top four. Luke has lost his smile over in Dallas. <laughs> he's, he's lost his smile. And, I am um, <laughs> he's, um, and uh, the, Warriors, the Warriors are playing okay at the moment, but still not so worried about that. And Kawhi went down today to join PG. Oh, um, that is the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers without might be, fail. Uh, something happens to that team every year, <laughs> suffering a little bit as well. Um, but the reality is, and I'll, I'll touch back on Boyd's thing. This, yeah, this week we lost. I mean, the loss to OKC, and we will touch on it. And thumbs up, thumbs down about. Um, and I think we'll all have an opinion on uh, what we what we kind of feel from those three losses. Um, OKC Lakers sack. We're in all three games. We're out without KD and DeAndre Ayton. My point, my biggest point is that, and I sort of had a, there's a, there's a few people on Twitter that started to respond to me about a few things and I got a bit shitty today. The, the fact of the matter is that you can look at the team as it was today and as it was this week. Um, and we can sit back and go, oh, there's so many holes. We're in trouble. None of that shit is going to be even close to what our team looks like if Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton are in that lineup. Mm-hmm. The the all of the all of the rotations will be different. Everything that we do in our structure will be different. Like it is not even close to what is going to be rolled out in the next two weeks. Is that and fair? how good does how how good does Terrence Ross look with the new playground? He's, uh, he's playing some fucking he fair basketball. Is an awesome addition. <laughs> Doesn't it, it? How sweet does the shot look? It, it's just got the perfect, perfect amount of loft, and it's so soft. It's so fucking soft. I just, I look at it and I just sort of gaze when it, whenever it, the ball leaves his hands. I just gaze and I'm just and, like, uh, we go back to the K Ray oh, commentary. Man, you, you hear it. You hear it all the time with the K Ray commentary. Uh, <laughs> the high arching three. Oh. Over and over again, every time T. Ross takes that shot, uh, he's, he's been he's been, a, he's been a nice addition. He slotted in really well, but let's be honest, he is basically a stick in the ground on defense. Yes. Hey, before we get off plays, though, you're talking about the high arching shot and everything. I just the, the very start of the the 76ers game today, there was just a, a classic play which I just sat back watched. I, thought, I just had to laugh where. Um, Book was inbounding from the baseline and uh, Embiid refused to, he was just walking behind the ball, it's rolling towards him and he refused to kick it back or give it towards Book and he just kept walking back and CP3 had to walk over, kick it to Book and then Maxi was playing him full court. So Booker fed it into TC and um, CP3 is just like, no, 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 you take it up. And they did some hand motion, which ended up meaning drive right, switch or hand off to, to Book Rolls around at the top, pulls a three-pointer on Maxi with the end one. What a way to ease into the game! <laughs> like, I just, I just, it was the first play that stood out to me, and it stuck with me. I just thought, yeah, touch back on that. Well, one. the fu- the funny thing is that, um, and I, I did see it. And, um, the first person I saw write it tonight was Lezus in on Twitter. Um, Joel Embiid played tonight for his MVP case because he was a fucking liability on that team tonight. 
Well, his, his stats say otherwise, but he did not look like an MVP just watching his game. He was he he wanted to go one on one with either Biz or Jock, which is let's be honest the the thing that hurt us over this week was the fact that opposition sides hunted the TJ Warren and the Terence Ross matchup on offense. They didn't do that tonight. They just threw the ball to Embiid. He was way too far away from the basket, which AD was doing in the first half against us, and I was hoping that it continue, but unfortunately it didn't. Um, but Way too far away from the basket. We were more than happy for him to take his 35 shots and miss 17 of them um, because they weren't hunting those matchups, which were easy, really would have been easy buckets. Did anyone else see or seem surprised that Laddie's had us uh, favourite by you know, quite a healthy 50 cents or so to win that game? I yeah, did. I think that was I think that was off the back of the fact that he um Embiid was questionable and there was a lot of talk on Twitter that he was gonna sit this one out with Harden. So yeah. I think the laddies and the bookmakers over in the US bought the Suns into favoritism before they turned around and went, Yeah, no, Embiid's playing. So just so quickly, they should have corrected their stats then because there was I, I read the, the pregame uh, right up and just like I don't know twenty minutes before the game, and they had Embiid playing. I I I was at my son's footy game today and I was I was um, touchy. I was I was the linesman right, and I forgot to put my bet on. And it's literally yeah, that's not that's three, not football, mate. Three <laughs> minutes, three minutes before um, tip off. And the game's about to kick off, and I'm just like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" So I'm walking down there with me touch, with me, um, with me flag, and I got my phone out, and I'm putting the bet on. And Embiid was playing at that stage, and the um, markets had all adjusted, and we'll still, they were paying um, two oh five, and we were, we were a dollar eighty, I think. So they still. Well, had the bookies got it right because we fucking destroyed them. But, um, yeah, but I'm surprised did, did. you, I, I'm surprised you didn't get the flag pregnant. To be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention Wait, he's walking uh, up and down the hey, sideline at the kids' game going, fuck, fuck, just, fuck. Hey, guys, <laughs> you, you just got me thinking. I've been getting a lot of fucking videos come up on my on my timeline, on my fucking news feed on Twitter, of um, people or animals putting their fingers in other people's bottoms. And it's um, fucking hilarious. Animals, animals or people? Both. 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 Have a look at my. Um, have a look. I don't know. I don't know. Is it because of, don't is you, it because you, of, with the amount of kids you've got, don't you have like security settings on your shit? Hey, <laughs> you tagged me. You tagged me in one of those fucking stupid things the other day and said that it was me that was sticking fingers up. I don't I play that stupid fucking sport that you do, which is <laughs> notorious for sticking fingers up asses. Dude, I'm I'm here for all the funny bum poking. Um, videos i'm here for of course you are of course you are you follow the fucking nrl yeah i'm not here to listen i'm here for the let's, fingers up but let's, let's get this if, if let's we want to talk back. more about the actual game uh, did anyone see the let's Baisley get, sighting at the end of the game can i ask the question i've been trying to ask for three minutes oh, I did when all bloody yes, yeah ask the, ask the fucking question because this is this is what i'm thinking about what boyd's offering right now <laughs> would the um, outcome have been different? Me. Would the outcome have been different if James Harden was playing? No. It was a twenty point. 
And ugh, I think I think James Harden just would have been another target for us, if if I'm being honest. See the the problem the problem with questions like that is we go, okay, is the outcome different if Harden's playing? Uh, okay, well, is the outcome different if Harden's playing and KD's playing and DA's like obviously, it, yeah, but the I hypotheticals. Just... I think to your point, Ammo, if you look at the defense though, right? So when we knew we had Embiid controlled and Maxi was doing all the scoring, they switched all the, the D on to Maxi. But if you had Harden on there too, they've got to be a lot more careful about switching as much on to Maxi because they've got another weapon out 100%. there. I think, I, think, I think the score would have been different, but I still think the way they played today, the W still came off. Perfect. Yeah, they were they were pretty flat today, and let's be honest, they played an entire game of um, offense guided through MB, um, mm-hmm. and therefore Low. I don't yeah, think the game would have changed. And, and and he was he was he was slow. Um, he got the ball far too far away from the basket, um, and he played like he was a little bit sore off a back to back. He he played to try and strengthen his case for the MVP and that was it. And he should have sat it out. They would have been better. Um, the outlet boys, yeah, TJ you, you and gotta, Ross. You, you got to put Chris. I, 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 I don't know why. I just love. I got to. I got to give you. Um, I got to give you a That's shout out, uh, John. I think that your uh, your one. drop, your drop for the outlet boys is probably the best you've ever done. That's, uh, it's right up there. Um, hey, before we get who's play. Oh, Before we get off the week, come on. We're not off the week. Well, uh, should no. we talk about Scott Foster? Like, do we want to miss an opportunity? I, I think let, let's wait for thumbs up, thumbs down, shall we? Okay, then. All right. Well, you kept that one pretty fucking Big quiet. steaming so ball of foreshadowing. All right. Um, We've got, uh, on, we need Move to get old boy, boy to son's jersey. Uh, Voida, I'm working on it. I'm, uh, I've, I've hooked him up. He's gonna be, he's gonna be good. And yes, that's well aware of the um, Who was, who was your player? Of, who was your player of the week in the three L's and the win against the Sixers today? Hammer, you can go first. Who was your player of the week? I like to go different, so I'm going to go with Terence Ross. I think, especially last two games, very, very good, showing us why we went after him. Um, so yeah. Quick, simple, Terence Ross. And I'm really, really pleased that the Mavericks thought they had him signed and uh, yeah. then we pinched him from right under their nose. Um, and poor old, that's probably why Lucas lost his smile. Um, I don't know if you're wrestling fans out there, but he reminds me of the old Shawn Michaels lost his smile thing and had to give it all away. Poor Luca. Um, I, I, I genuinely feel Tony bad. Times, I yeah. fucking don't. I do not fucking feel bad for him whatsoever. Uh, Hammer, uh, sorry, Nate, who's your player of the week? I'd like to actually find out how much truth there was, like what percentage interest he paid to the Mavericks over the Suns. What ticked it over? Was it just his management saying, hey, Mike, an extra 100K here? Or I, I, apparently, you hear, you hear all these comments, but apparently he heard staff was going to be over there now giving out blowjobs. <laughs> well, I mean, a free BJ at Marley's is a it's a highlight of life, right? <laughs> anyway, MVP MVP for the week. Don't get, just... don't get Boyd an old ninety nine jersey, Nate. Do you want to tell anyone about your oh, I'll post in mine. <laughs> it's a double XL little fit Boyd. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who was your player of the week, Mate? Yeah, Booker. I mean, I I know it's boring, but every, even in the losses, uh, ignoring the. 
um, childish behavior versus the refs against Sack. Um, he was still our he was still our leader, our primary scorer, and he looked good throughout all the games. So nothing flashy to offer there. Boyd. Yeah, Who was look, your of the week, Boyd? definitely. I'm I'm giving it to Book, and um, just he's just he's he's in MVP. He's MVP level Booker, and he has been for the since since he's come back from injury. Right now, I I'm giving it to him, and it's and, and like Nate said, it's a, it's a it's 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 old hat, but it got me to looking at a stat of his. You know, he's just have a quick guess how many how many streaks has he had of scoring thirty or more points per game um, um, during his career? How, how many streaks? So multiple games in a row. How many did do you, you think? Like, just, did you research this? Like, are you actually, I'm hoping like, you've got the. I'm hoping you've say got that. the fucking answer because you don't ask those questions if you don't have I the don't, fucking answer. I've got, I've got the answer. He doesn't usually put in the work okay. either. So, so is it? What's a, what do you consider a streak? Is it more than two games? It's two or more. Two so or more than games. one. Yeah, yeah. And it's look, not really he's, a streak, but anyway, it is a fucking streak, mate. By definition, stat me, boy. Stat me, boy. How many's he had? He's hey, had that, 40, that is available now. He's had 44 <laughs> streaks where he scored 30 or more points in um, two or more games in a row. And his highest string was, I think, seven games in a row back in 2019. But, man, fucking 44 What's his, what's his, run, what's his run at the moment? That's a pretty incredible stat. Oh, he didn't reach 32. He got 20 he? fucking nine. And, I and then we took him out. Yeah. That was one of my legs. 30 or more and um but yeah no he's um he's fucking killing it man like it'd be 45 after um i think after after this late, latest one but that's fucking like his largest streak like i said was seven he's got a whole bunch of four game streaks of 30 plus points I, he just he does it so often so that's the reason it, it is old hat because he's fucking elite <laughs> uh, 29 what a, points tonight. 20, what, a what, margin did, what margin did you have? What margin did you have on today's game in your little multi there, boy? I had a straight win. Just a fucking. Just a straight, straight win. Up. All right. Fuck <laughs> my, player of the week, my, play, my player of the week is um, Ish Wainwright because he, uh, the only game he got minutes in was tonight and we won. <sighs> did you know he used to play football, though? Really? <laughs> I've, I heard it somewhere, Baylor or something, maybe. Right. That's that's a, that's an interesting one. Hamo pulling out the stat me as well. Yeah, fucking oh. Um, this week, <laughs> this week, gents, we've got Utah, Minnesota, and Denver coming up. Um, mm-hmm. At the moment, it looks like Kevin. We're we're going to miss Kevin for one more game, and we're going to miss DA for one more game, which is the Utah game. Um, and then we will see the return of Kevin Durant and um, DeAndre Ayton against Minnesota and Denver. What's this week going to look like? Let's keep in mind that Utah are now deliberately leaving players out so that they can get out of the play-in and get a much better draft pick because Laurie Markin had missed like three of his four games this week. Um what do you think, Boyd? What? Uh, uh, let's get you out of the way first because yeah, we know yeah. what the prediction is. Get in, get out. <laughs> so I've got some legs here as well. After today's game, we are on a fucking roll. After today's game, so our next game is against uh, who? Who are we up against next? Is it fucking um, Utah? Utah next. Utah. 
You too. Yeah, yeah. A nice, like I said, they're gonna be resting, guys. So look, I've got us, I've got us with the all the W's, all the fucking W's. No. Leading, leading into KD coming back, and then all the W's again, right up until the fucking final siren of the regular season. We're good, man. We're good. Oh, I love, I love, I love the way Boyd went and did all the research into forty something back to back or streak thirty point games for Booker. No idea who the fuck we're playing next week. <laughs> I don't. I, I look, I got, I got a lot of fucking knowledge in this head of mine. I can't retain it all at all times, mate. Some of it leaks out sometimes. Wow. Okay. Uh, Nate, how do you see this week? Oh. Utah W for exactly what you said. Utah's going one way, we're going the other. The boys want to prove they can do what they did today again. I'm sure of it. Um, mini first home game for KD. Don't forget because the first home game oh, he fuck, he's going to roll his exactly. Paul, Paul, Paul from <laughs> feeding the flames. Do not go to that fucking game. Service. <laughs> yeah. So look, I think it's the first home game for KD. He's back. Um, I don't. I don't care if Mini have um, Cat back. I think that's a W. And then Denver. That's showtime, right? So that's that's the Western Conference playoff potential or finals potential. That's the top team in the West, MVP candidate, and we've got our full squad back by then. We got DA back. We got KD back. We're all on board. So I think that's the game that means the most. So back it for W there, which puts us three for the week. Three W's for Nate Hamo. How do you say this week? Uh, I believe it's going to be three wins. I am really looking forward to the Denver game, though. I think that's going to be our statement game. We're going to come out and show, you know, I'm hoping we come out and show that we're we're not here to fuck spiders kind of thing. You know what I mean? Let's just get out there, destroy Jokic, destroy the Nuggets, and make a, make a statement with that game, man. That's all it is. I um I never ever understand what people mean when they say we're not here to fuck spiders, <laughs> but I, I think I think it's hilarious. I know it's an old saying. I think it's hilarious because of course you're not there to fuck spiders. <laughs> I mean that's that's like weird. Anyway, who, who, who when I was in my when I was in Australia, someone must. Let's be done. honest. In in Australia, the spiders are basically the same size as our wives. <laughs> Guys, when I was in Australia and playing on Tinder, I used to love it when you'd see a profile and a girl's got, I'm not here to fuck spiders on her profile. Because she just know that was worth the super like. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I also think we'll win all three this week with KD coming back. Minnesota, obviously a concern. Um, the way they play is exactly how Philly plays where Carl Anthony Towns is back now. So, He'll just want the ball and stand somewhere on the fucking perimeter and he, think he's he definitely can back. Is take he? everything he can. And yeah, oh, he played. He played the last game. Um, right. He's uh, he's he's uh, clearly going to take us apart by playing ISO ball one on one with D. Fucking Carl Anthony Towns. I'm so happy he's back for Minnesota. They're going to fucking collapse with him playing. Um, the the one I think we'll lose is probably Utah. Only because the way the Suns work is that they want Suns Twitter to explode into oblivion. And if we lose to Utah, that's exactly what will happen. <laughs> so, uh, uh, good, chance. good chance. Good um, chance. 
Very good point here by Tin Scrub. Not as scary as wives, though, the spiders. They're probably easier to get a fuck from, too, unless you're Boyd. Or at least a nibble. At <laughs> least a nibble. Gents, let's play a little bit of thumbs up, thumbs down. I've hid these questions from you. What I wanted to do with uh, <laughs> with with all of the explosions of from Sun's Twitter over the last week and a half, um, what I wanted to do was put together some of the greatest calls that I heard over the last couple of weeks and get your thumbs up, thumbs down reaction. Now, I have asked these questions deliberately so that we can um, go and have a conversation about them afterwards. I feel like we're probably all going to have very similar answers to all of them, but the point is I want to be able to expand on them. So uh, just don't get too carried away. Um, number one, Nate, can you write down the answers for me? Step ahead here, bro. You got it? I got you. you. Got it? You're the man. The whining from... Devin Booker and Chris Paul has cost us all of these games this week. Boyd. Comes out. Hammer. Thumbs down. Nate. Thumbs down. I'm thumbs up. Oh, hold on. No, because I said all of these games, didn't I? I'm you thumbs did. down. You said all of these games. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm thumbs down. Um, Monty Williams should be sat yeah, I know. Monty Williams <laughs> should be sacked if we don't win the title this year. <laughs> Thumbs down. Thumbs all the way down. No. Thumbs down. I'm, love, I'm a Monty I'm, lover. Thumbs down. I'm also a thumbs down. Uh, Terrence Ross or TJ Warren should fill the fourth starting role to add additional scoring in the starting unit and strengthen the defensive side of the ball in the second unit. Boy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spice it up and go thumbs up. Dick. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Mate. Me too. Thumbs down. Fuck Boyd. And and I'm also a thumbs down. Um, the Kevin Durant trade was a mistake. <laughs> Ooh. Thumbs down, man. Am I? Thumbs down. Mate. Thumbs down. And I am also a thumbs down. Um, TJ Warren should not be getting minutes in the rotation. Oof. Thumbs down, man. Thumbs down. You said this was all Twitter-based, did you? What a bunch of fuckwits. Mm -hmm. Thumbs down. On Twitter? Nah. Um, <laughs> Gav? I'm a... I'm a little bit fence-sitter. Um, I'm going to go thumbs down. Ah, fucking. Based on, it's the most exciting pod we all agree with each other. <laughs> and finally, these losses this week don't matter. We're actually tanking for playoff matchups. <laughs> Stupid Boyd. Thumbs down. Although there's Merited. Thumbs up. I'm thumbs down. I am also thumbs down. 
All right, let's roll it back. Boy, only two. The one through the whole thing. The one, the whining over foul calls is costing us all these games. Yeah, look, um, in that last, in in, in that third quarter where where Paul and um, Book um, had their tanties and gave up technicals. I mean, at the end of the day, that was the only quarter that we lost in that entire game. What are you doing? I'm I'm agreeing with you. Ah, okay, yeah, we lost one quarter in that game. I mean, it um it was a it was an aberration. It was an isolated quarter, I'd like to say. And look, it came off of Monty's fucking rant. He's fine. And they were – and look, and they shouldn't have done it, man. Look, they need to be professionals. They need to be leaders. But at the end of the day, they're trying to prove a point and they're trying to prove it now. I'm, I'm glad it's happening now and not, you know, when it matters in, in, in the middle of a playoff series. Um, so prove a, prove a point now all you want. Just stay above six. But, yeah, look, I, yeah, I'll just stop there because I can keep on, keep on going. Nate? Um, well, you, 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 you prefaced it. You said all. So all three losses weren't dependent upon whinging. You know, we've got a Scott Foster element and you've got a third quarter collapse element in the third game. So they didn't cost us all the losses. So there's not even a debate based on your silly technicalities that you put into all these questions. <laughs> silly technicalities? But I want you to expand. That's the point. I want you to you expand. Want me to expand? Tell How me why. This? I want to commend Boyd on correctly pronouncing aberration. Because I was really impressed after <laughs> rhetoric. Uh, hey, man, what about you? They're two words. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you got that one wrong. But aberration was a save. Hey, mate, expand. I don't, I don't really need to expand much further. I just don't think it's the case. I think technically scoring less points than the opposing team is what causes us to lose games this week. Fucking boom, Jesus. boom, Hamo. Fucking spot on, man. It's points. Um, okay. Whinging, whinging at the refs and our carry on in the third quarter against Sacramento cost us the game. The referee well, was shit house. There's definitely like something that needs to be done about it. Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Devin Booker and Chris Paul lost their fucking shit in that third quarter, and it cost us that game against Sacramento. Absolutely cost oh, us the well, game. Well, hang on. But, you, want to, you want to blame the refs, but let, let's look at CP3. We all love him, but he's looking a little more Marcus Smart than usual. All right? He's getting a little bit floppy floppy out there. Well, there's been some fucking big flops from CP3. Let's be honest. It has been. And, like, some mid-air 360-degree turns falling flat on his face. He got, he got P.J. Tucker twice today. Run, you know? he, got, he got P.J. Tucker twice today, though. That was funny as fuck. Let's be honest. Anyway. So the, the Sacramento game, I absolutely think that our meltdown on the floor cost us that fucking game. The other two games, Scott Foster, um, NBA official... NBA referees, you are fucking kidding yourselves. The the free throw discrepancy against the Lakers was a fucking pathetic joke. And I don't care what anyone says. Where Do we foul? Yes, we foul. My biggest issue with all of this is 
that the calls aren't the same on the both ends. So Book got fucking hacked so many times. Chris Paul took a jump shot in the mid-range that where he basically got fucking hip and shouldered and didn't get a call. There's call it at both ends, and I'm good. The problem we had was the calls aren't happening the same on the both ends. And that is a fucking issue. It so definitely needs to of be course, of course, our players are gonna fucking bitch and moan when it gets worse and worse and worse. Monty lost his shit. The players lost their shit against Sacramento because they'd fucking had enough. And today's whistle was fair. It was even. Both sides got their whistle yeah. when they deserved their whistle. The team took the message though, right? The team didn't come out and carry on the same. There was far more professional, even after Booker no. hit incredible shots. But they got, he they was, got their he whistles. A he didn't carry on. CP3 still looked like Marcus Smart, but you know. It's sad. It's sad that it takes it takes. But they Monty got their Williams. whistles today. It, it's sad that it takes a Monty Williams blowing his stack and copping a twenty thousand dollar fine for us to get the next two games um, getting Ooh. getting decent whistles. <laughs> hey, it's what do you think, stuff? It's the Australian <laughs> ambassador to the United States for the Aussie Suns fans. Let me and tell you, still not at Marley's. Our country, no favors right now. Yeah. Where are you now? Did you um? Did you go to Marley's never... afterwards? I've I've gone with the hat and the jersey to celebrate the fact that you were going to Marley's. I went to Marley's. I went to Marley's. It was dead. I tried to get the locals pumped. They didn't seem to give a shit. I think I, I think these guys are just waiting for playoffs here or something because um no one was up and about. I tried to get them going like I did in Sacramento. No one was having a bar of it. Daph, you should yes, have just mate. walked in and said, we're not here to fuck spiders, guys. That's the new episode on. name, Gav. Rename it again. <laughs> so so for those, I'm, I'm going to rename it where um, <laughs> the, new, the new episode name is going to be We're Not Here to Fuck Spiders. Um, great to see you, staff. Finally, we we got you on. We got you onto a pod. We're we're fucking pumped about it. For those that are listening, our main man staff here is one of the original um, crew that joined the Aussie Suns fans podcast. Um, we caught up with him in Brisbane. We've met him a couple of times. Um, really fucking pumped that you get the chance to be over there, man. You went where have you been so far? You saw the Lakers, Sacramento, and tonight. Yeah, so caught the Lakers, caught the uh, Sacramento losses. Both of those were, uh, I guess, you know, mirror, mirror. Of, what's the word? Polar opposite. So I've had a bit to drink today, but uh, Lakers was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> fucked. They can all go and get fucked. Sacramento. Do you know what we lost? But the Sacramento fans were buying their beers. They were they were top blokes. Sacramento experience is amazing. Um, but two losses, of course. And then tonight we finally broke the seal, got the win. So feeling much better tonight. It's great to hear, mate. Can we just pay a little attention to Staff's handle there? What is my handle? The bitch. The bitch. (laughs) I don't even know when I type that, but that's that's, that's my day. 
Oh, welcome to the crew. <laughs> no, honestly, man, it must be an awesome experience for you being over there. And what the videos you've been sending through to the Aussie Suns fans chat and things like I've that. Gonna, man. I'm, I'm, gonna like I'm said, going living, to show you one vicariously of those. through you, brother. I absolutely <laughs> you, fucking I'm going, love it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show. I'm going to yeah. show one of those. But tell us, tell us that. Tell us about the experience so far. Look. I'm doing all Australians a disservice if I don't come over here and get rowdy. So I was fucking tanked before the uh, the Kings game. My Airbnb host come down with his rocket fuel and, and there was purple and orange. That's all I knew. So I downed it. And then I looked at it afterwards. It was 8%. And I had uh, three litres of the shit. It was 700 mil cans and I had a four pack. And I just, <laughs> let's, let's just get loose. Let's see what the locals think. And uh, look, I think they loved me. I don't know if the video <laughs> backed up or not, but uh, I think I did the country proud. So it's, well, let's, it's been it's good. Let's let's, have a, let's see let's see if we can have a little bit of a look at uh, at staff over in Sacramento last night. <laughs> Who's this guy? Asking the next five Sacramento fans ever. Yeah. How much the Suns will win by tonight? Because I'm sure they'll they'll enjoy that question. So let's let's go. <laughs> let's go. See who we can find. Sir, sir, just speaking of the Australian Suns fans. How much the Suns will win by tonight? We're not. We're lighting the beam tonight, baby. Oh, shit. All right, there's one down. Sir, you're speaking of the Australian Suns fans. How much the Suns are going to win by tonight? She did. She loves it. She wants more. She definitely wants to ditch him. And let's ask these two. These two fine gentlemen, what do they think? Hang on a second. There we go. Sir, sir, just speaking to the Australian fans. How much? How much? Yeah, he said sons by 50. I, you didn't hear him, but but I heard him. He didn't know. This gentleman will know, sir. sir. You're speaking to the uh, Australian sons fans group. How much the sons going to win by tonight? Zero points. They're not going to win. What? They're not going to win. You didn't read the script I gave you? No. I think I don't think I got it in the mailbox. Good luck, my friend. Okay, sir. All right. Four down. One to go. Let's see. One more prediction on this before I find my before I find my seat. Let's make sure I find someone wearing King's gear because we need we need. We need to know what the king's printing. Mr. Cowbell! You're speaking of the Australian Suns fans. Not the Suns going to win by tonight. The Suns aren't winning. They're losing. They're going to lose by 20. You didn't read the script. <laughs> oh, shit. Looks, looks like none of the locals are on us. But, uh, let's see. That's well, gold. That was, That's gold, that was magnificent, <laughs> mate. I was cool. Oh, 
You're going to have to get a snapshot of whatever that shit you were drinking is because I think we all need to do an episode on it. <laughs> I reckon yeah, bring some back with me or something. Yeah, fucking hell, I was cooked. Sorry. I love how respectful you were to people like, sir, sir. Instead of just, oh, you can't. Well, on the outside of the stadium, I was filming that guy that said Jesus is coming and he told me I was going to hell. And when I stopped filming, I went back and had a word with him. He was not happy at all with me. <laughs> I just he just said Jesus is coming and I said, Well that's great because it's great to let your missus know when you're coming and and yeah, he didn't like me at all. <laughs> Did you see it? And then the other guy's like the other guy said something like, We all must stand before God one day and I'm like, The God is Devin Booker and he didn't want to borrow me either. <laughs> that is um that is make you are doing you are doing God's work over there in Sacramento, mate. Well done. <laughs> I'm bringing this podcast down though. Sorry, boys. Carry on about your business. <laughs> Absolutely not. We, we don't Absolutely normally need your help, not. so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, wait, did you speak to any Suns fans though? Steph, did you actually speak to <laughs> any Suns fans while you're over there? I couldn't find any. Oh no, there was a couple, but they uh yeah, they, they minded their own business. But I was seeking out the opposition. That's where you know you're gonna get the best reactions. So So I wanna I wanna roll off going forward, Star and Stafford, ask a fan. <laughs> I wanna um I wanna roll off the back of that one, Staff. Um today you caught up with the Aussie Suns fans, friend of the podcast, Justin from Fanning the Flames. Um, he hooked you up. He, um, he you were you you seat quite high, and um, you ended up going down and sitting with Justin and checking out the game. How much of the game did you get from that area? Yeah, so I went I went cheap tickets for this one. Um, I was up in the nosebleeds, and then Dane Dane hooked me up with a mate of his, Kevin. So halftime, Kevin took me down underground uh, where there's free drinks, free food. Um, you better believe I made the most of that. Um, and then because that gave me like a special little wristband, which okay, I've taken off. <laughs> but um, because of that, I could access the lower bowl. So Justin told me where he was sitting. So um, I went and sat with him for the second half. He was absolutely ripping bloke. So yeah, good things to say about the uh, the pod and everyone on it. So. Um, yeah, it was real good. Otherwise, I'd be sitting on my own, talking to no one. So, um, yeah, spent the second half down there with seats 10 times better than where I was sitting. And, of course, I was at the end that the Suns were shooting at the second half. And as you guys saw, unlike last night, um, you know, third quarter, we really turned it on. It was, it was great to see. And um, it's great, Justin, fantastic that you looked after staff, particularly one week after you basically told me, you were excited about me coming over and then said, no, I'm going away and I'm not going to be able to catch up with you. Piece of shit. Oh, shit. He did. He told me. He did tell me. He goes, oh, fuck, Gav's coming over. I've told him I'm not going to be here, but I am. But don't tell him. <laughs> 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 All right, scrap that. It's, it's no, pretty reasonable, to be honest. Anyway, Just quickly, though, <laughs> did, um, I'm, I was watching it on League Pass. And right near the um, in the first quarter, couple minutes in, they had a, a t-shirt toss right up in the stands. Yep. It was actually one of our Aussie Suns fans um, members that grabbed the t-shirt. Hardev, he grabbed right. it and gave it to his son. So one of our Aussie Suns fans actually grabbed that shirt, man. So I think that's pretty cool. I've got to be nice. honest. I've seen what he's gone flying, and the Americans just stand there and hope. You know, we know the Aussies with the, either the Aussie rules or the rugby, whatever it is. <laughs> oh yeah, take Specky. Yeah. If there is a if there is a t-shirt anywhere near an Aussie, we're getting that shit. Yeah. This was it way, doesn't matter if it's a good size. 
I did that once at a Bullets game and I was getting that fucking shirt and then I got it and it was a kid size like eight or something from Kmart and my mate made me put it on. <laughs> Throw it back. <laughs> all right, uh, Nate. Nate, what was question two? I don't know what the question was, but I've got all the directions here. <laughs> all right, so I th- I'm pretty sure question two was Monty Williams should be sacked if we don't win the title this year. Um, Dude, I'm pretty sure we're all thumbs down. Why the fuck so are we even we talking went- about that? So, okay, how about you just explain we, the origin of that uh, that question? So I, I've seen, I've basically seen over the last two weeks about how fucking shit the Suns are, and it's all Monty's fault. Um, Suns fans, Twitter, this is the reason we started the Aussie Suns fans group because you're all fucking idiots. Um, this dude can coach. Does he call? Does he not call timeouts? Uh, sometimes the rest of you want him to call timeouts. Yes, but. Fact of the matter is, the dude's just fucking letting the guys try to work it out. Don't fucking start calling for the coach of the year from last year to be sacked. Um, and the guy that's going to lead us to the title this year. And then you'll all be kissing his ass. Anyone else want to make comments? Cancel culture, mate. They're I think it'd be a pleasure to kiss his ass. ass. Fucking cancel culture. He's a brilliant coach. I think Monty's got a couple of faults. But he's a fucking good coach. The players love him. Uh, I I wouldn't be against getting in a, a new assistant in the off season that can sort of do what Willie Green I think brought to us. So, you know, some some strategy and that sort of thing. But Monty's the man to take us to the title. We, you know, he, he it's not like he's flawless. But which coach is? So I'm, I'm still Team Monty. Well, more to that point, Steph. You, you say he's got a couple of faults, but go think about our last three or four coaches. I mean, <laughs> you're going to double digits on the faults and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, One of them couldn't wrong, even mate. speak English properly. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're spot on. So be it. Ross, All right, Terrence. Plays you. Terrence <laughs> Ross and TJ or TJ Warren should fill the fourth starting role to add additional scoring in the starting unit and therefore strengthen the defensive side of the ball in the second unit. What'd you have so, there, mate? So- so, so Boyd was the one that went um, the uh, controversial thumbs up on this. The rest of us went, let's not fuck with it. And Boyd went, no, 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 let's fuck with it. So this is also the guy that right, said Boyd. Cam Johnson should have been starting at power forward as a rookie. So, you know. It's on It's on you. You took your peaky blinders cap off because you fucking clear, clearly, clearly don't look as good as me in one. Tell us why. <laughs> hey, so okay. no slight on the Josh Okogie Appreciation Society Facebook. Don't fuck with the Josh Okogie. Do not fuck with the Josh Okogie Appreciation Society. Okay. It's no slight on that society. However, there's a a big whopping fucking switch that's about to be switched on when um, we get our crew back, right? When we get our KD and, and DA back. And it's a gravity switch. And we're going to have a lot of fucking um, bodies on the perimeter, wide open, as open as you like. And I just have really liked what I've seen from um, um, Terence Ross shooting recently. And and you guys can all, you know, you know, you've all seen the same shit now. But it it doesn't, from a minute standpoint, I don't think it changes. I just think that it's just that little more, that bit more potency. I'm not going to be fucking upset if it's Josh Okogi because he just does so much on both sides of the ball um, to benefit the team. But I just feel like 
the amount of um, um, open shots we're going to have on the perimeter. Akogi is a little bit hit and miss. He's gotten a lot better. But I just feel like a Terrence Ross or just a, a, a sweeter shooter um, would, would really, really thrive in that starting five. So who do you want, Terrence Ross so, or so in, a, you know, in, in a game where we just got 51 points off the bench, you, do, you want to strengthen our bench by moving one of them into the starting lineup? Just one of them, yeah. So, well, no, it will strengthen the bench from a defensive standpoint, having a Kogi drop back. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really, no, I just, I, and I we just know, and we know TJ's, TJ's going, uh, sorry, Terence Craig's going to the bench as well, right? Terence Craig, KD comes Terrence back, Craig. yeah. I love Terence Craig, maybe, yeah, he's going maybe to Tory Craig too. Yeah. I loved him in college, <laughs> but Tory Craig's going back to the bench when KD comes back, so he's going to strengthen us defensively on the bench. So, is it? Do we put another fire starter out there? Is our defensively are we good enough if we put a Terence Ross or a TJ Warren on the floor with that starting five? Or do we throw do we throw JO in to stop the best opposition weapon? KD is a is a is an underrated defender. He's gonna he's gonna give us No, I'm not I'm not arguing with that. I'm not gonna argue with that, but 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 if like okay, so let's say we end up playing Sacramento in the first round, right? Jo's going to play on De'Aaron Fox if he's in the lineup. Kevin Durant's not. Can I just say, um, yeah, it'll be like different matchups are going to bring you different obstacles. Now, I, I for one, okay, thought- would you want Terrence Ross playing on De'Aaron Fox? No. That, in that one, I'd leave a Kogi, but I, look, I don't think we're getting sac- Sacramento. Um, okay, so what what are we going to get? I think we're get Dallas Clippers. Well, whoever. Let's fifth, okay. Probably... So we play we play the Clippers, and let's say that uh, Kawhi and Paul George are back. No, well, Paul George. Do you want, do you want likely... Terrence Ross guarding one of them? No, no, I'd put someone else on him. I'd I'd hide well... Terrence Ross as much as I could. Let's go devil's advocate on the um, Appreciation Society. We got a glimpse at Unmaster Kogi. What difference does yeah, that he make? Needs to, he, need, he needs to put the mask back on. So we're going full rip. That's, that's Monty's advice now. No, no, you, you suck without the mask. Go full rip. Or you lose your starting lineup. Like, void. Ma- Master <laughs> Kogi's the man. So it's. <laughs> Um, I reckon both so of you guys you're, you're, are right. I, I reckon we need to. I personally think we need to start a Kogi. He needs to take Luke. He needs to take that point of attack defensive role. However, I think there's massive room for Terence Ross to play with the starters with the gravity that Durant and Book are going to have. Ross is going to find himself open. I think. I think there's room for both to play with the starting group. I'd take a Kogi to begin with to absorb some of that early pressure from Kawhi or or. Luke or and whoever it is. That's the big thing, right? The foul pressure. Baffert, Baffert, these, yeah. these questions are structured for you to have a black or white approach. You can't come... No, not, the, not this part. Not this part. Hey, I'm a, the the I'm thumbs a up fan. or the thumbs down is black and white. Yeah. Now we talk. Okay, staff. So we put Ross in in place of a Kogi for offense. How many points did we lose because of the lack of defense in return right. for what he gains on offense? If Terence Ross is defending Luca, T- 
Terence Ross is going to score 17 and give up 450. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> give or take. The, the funny thing about this segment is you can't fucking win. It's meant to be a fucking argument. So, you know. That's exactly right. That's the way way we build it. It's the way we build this segment. Um, Look, I I still think Akogi Akogi feels the starting spot, right? Um, I think if I go off the back of PH and X today, it's not about who starts, it's about who finishes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, look, um, I, I, I see there's merit. In both starting lineups, Gavin is, is all I want to say. But yeah, I just, I just, That's I, not I, and white, Matt. I just want to see it. I just think it could be one of the most beautiful offensive uh, lineups ever. And a good offense beats a beats a good defense, right? So, well, it does in today's NBA because defense fucking doesn't exist. <laughs> True that. What's that fourth question there, Gav? Fourth question was. The KD trade was a mistake. So obviously this was a unanimous down. <laughs> All right. So Sun's Twitter, I've seen over the last week about how it's such a he's so injury prone. He's do you know that um, outside of the Achilles injury at Golden State, he's never missed a playoff game. This dude. Um, when we need him and. And if we were playing in the playoffs right now, Kevin Durant would be playing. Um, the fact of the matter is, Mikal and Cam, we will always love them. But prior to today, they were on a five-game lose streak. Um, they just weren't going to get us over the hump for a title. Am I fucking crazy here? Or is Kevin Durant so much more of a chance to take us to a title than a McCallum Cam was. Man, crazy. you put Kevin Durant in last year's Suns playoffs, we win winning the title. You put McCall and Cam in there, which we had, and we got fucking bailed out in the second round. I love McCall, I love Cam, but playoff games are won by your top-end talent, and if you get a chance to add a top-five guy like Durant, then you just got to do it. Like we're gonna, whoever those draft picks become, we're gonna regret. At some point, we're gonna say, "Fuck, we missed out on some of these guys." But the hope is we're gonna have a title. It's a risk you gotta take when you're signing a superstar like KD, and you can't look backwards when you've got someone with that kind of um, stature. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of credibility. Well, you have to give so, up. To, you have to give up good. Well, let's. We have to give up great to get phenomenal. Yep. What Mikhail's doing at Brooklyn is is beautiful to see. Great. And it sucks it's that he's great. not with us anymore. Um, but I think we definitely won in the end of the what well, in the end game, hundred percent. You can't you I can't put the, the price tag. Both well, teams well, I guess you could, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree if you, with if that. you put our team out there with a losing record, you we were out there with a losing record and we make the KD trade and then he goes out for the rest of the season. And we stumble out of playoffs or into the play-in, and then you're looking at McHale and Cam being the best players on Brooklyn, and we don't even have our traded player on the court. Then there's a question, but that's not the case. And we're, we're cruising in the playoffs regardless. And we're talking about, or do we fall to six, maybe, but probably still land at four? I mean, that the court fucking answers itself. I think the big comparison is the uh, 
Anthony Davis trade with the Pelicans. They, the Pelicans got a shitload of talent for that deal. The Lakers got AD. They won a title. The Pelicans got Ingram. They got a whole bunch of other pieces, which are turning into more pieces. They could end up with fucking Wimbanyama this year if the pick, you know, happens to fall that way. The Lakers don't regret it. They got their title, and we'll we'll be in the same boat. The Nets are going to get some real nice pieces, um, but you know we've put ourselves in a chance to win a title, and you got to do it. Very well fucking yeah. said, sir. And I can't wait to be there for that fucking parade, Boyd. No, no, it wasn't a mistake. It's a fucking. It is what it is. You either all in to get a get a chip, or you can fucking um, you can flounder with guys. And you know what? Um, you know. He might get injured. He might not get injured. You know, fucking McCow and Cam Johnson could get have fucking horrible inju- injuries as well. Anyone can get fucking injured. What's going to get it for We're you? Not get it all except McCow. We're not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> but um, hey, hey oh, yeah, uh, McCow's li- literally the Iron Man. But um, look, ultimately, it's not, and it's not just a fucking one year rental. We got him for three years. His game is fucking timeless. Even if he does drop off statistically slightly, he's still going to be super efficient in whatever he does. His his game just doesn't seem to age. He's just um, so smooth. So look, we're going for three years. We're good. Yeah, but to go back to Staff's point too, before we move on to the next question, you were talking about the AD trade. My favorite part of the AD trade for the Lakers was yes, it won them a chip. It won them the chip that didn't matter, and now the Lakers don't matter. <laughs> Hoorah. Yep, no agreement here. Hoorah. Uh, okay, so next one, TJ Warren should not be in our rotation. So I've uh, I've seen a little bit of this where basically there's, there's two th- trains of thought with Suns Twitter. TJ's not getting enough minutes or TJ shouldn't be playing at all. Um, I think we all went thumbs down. We all went thumbs down. One, we mate. all agreed he should be in our rotation. Well, let's ask the, the one who wasn't on the original thumbs up, thumbs down. Staff, what are your thoughts on TJ? Should TJ not be in the rotation? You know, his first month with the team, I just like, who is this guy? He's a step slow. He, he just didn't look like he was any good. Um, I didn't I didn't see him having a peak. I actually would prefer Wainwright playing ahead of Warren. But I've got to be honest, last night and tonight, I really liked what I saw from him and and if it's just a case of giving him more minutes so he can feel more comfortable and we're going to see more games like what we saw out of him the last two nights, then yes, absolutely, I can see him in the rotation. So I, I was a no, but he's, he's playing his way into my, into my heart at the moment. Staff, how many players of the Suns nurtured, traded away, and then got back, and when they got him back, they were fucking better players? Fucking how many? Like Nash even. <laughs> like, fuck. There's been a few. I there feel like been, Warren's... Sir. Lower than when we had him last time, though. Warren, when we had him before, was like he could beat you off the dribble. Now he's just smarter. Like I think he's lost a step, but he but he is yeah. smarter. Like well, he's he had that just... many fucking head injuries. He hasn't played for three seasons. So. <laughs> it's a big yeah. head too. We um we complain about losing all of our depth in that trade, and ultimately he's a depth piece. Um, he's going to come on. Whoever's stroking it out of him and Ross will probably get more burn on any given night. It's just going to be, he's just another, yeah, he's just another fucking um, cog for us to throw into this machine. Um, And sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. But um, definitely in the rotation, I'm not saying high in the rotation. I'm not saying six man or 
even seventh man type stuff. I'm saying, you know, at the at the arse end of it. But on on a, on any given night, he can fucking he can light it up. The cunts had a, you know fifty a fifty burger. Was it Indiana in the bubble? He dropped a fucking yeah, yeah in the like, bubble bubble yeah, play. What yeah, do we no. say at the start of the night, Boyd? Like tonight, I, I said that we're looking at the bench scoring, which totaled 51. TJ Warren had 18 points and eight boards. And I told you I didn't even see him take more than one shot when I watched the game. How quietly yeah. did you do it? Yeah. I mean, he, even he if that's the 10th the tenth guy of your fucking bench, who gives a shit? That's in your rotation. I know. Look, he's he's coming on with that bench unit that you're quickly running off and having a quick piss when um when they come out. <laughs> probably, so probably, probably, probably getting another drink, warming the pizza up. <laughs> yeah, it's buckets because you're off fucking playing with yourself. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Look, he's like, like I said, he's um he's what we need at the end of our bench. He should be in the rotation. He's not fucking um he's not there to fuck spiders. That's for sure. Also. <laughs> Hey, mate. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No. Um, we spoke about it from the start, and one of the things that we also get with the KD trade is the potential for other superstars to want to come play with us. Um, so who knows what this, this next off-season will bring. You know what I mean? Um, I, I took losing the tail very hard. Um, but... What we get back, it has been sensational, man. Yeah, okay, he's been injured, so we haven't got to see him. But wait and see, come playoffs, what this guy can do, man. Staff's fucking the mini bar over here right now. It's hilarious. I think, um, I think, I think one of the um, one of the good points came from Boyd there before. It, it's going to be situational with TJ, right? Um, I think it depends on who we play, on how much he plays. <laughs> And this is um, just for those who are watching the video. This is Staff's <laughs> collection from his flight from Sacramento today. <laughs> that he's just going to sip be. on straight. Um, the um, it's going to be situational. I don't think we're going to see a hell of a lot of minutes with TJ and Terence Ross on the court at the same time. How, um, um, given the fact that they're both traffic cones on the defensive end. How how have we come to that? How has some of Suns Twitter come to that conclusion on TJ Warren when he's barely gotten burned? You know, he's only just started last week or so getting some 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 real minutes, and he's done a, he's done a right since he sort of worked out some of the wrinkles. But anyway, it's um yeah. certainly has on the offensive end in, yeah. anyway. And today today defensively he was good, um, but if you go back to the Sacramento game, they they he was the pigeon. They did switches to make sure that yeah. okay. uh, so TJ was the defensive assignment. Okay. Gav, let's say we keep him, right? How did we incentivize him to get better last time? You hit this many fucking three-pointers in a season, we'll give you a bonus. What did the cunt do? Hit exactly that many three-pointers. Next bonus. Be a, don't be a fucking traffic cone. Learn how to play defense as well as what you're doing. Maybe he, he does it. Maybe no, he, he goes away, gets smarter, comes back, and it all works out. He didn't. No, when no, we fucked him. We fucked him on that um, incentive of hitting that many threes. We benched him he, for the last fucking... Yeah, we benched he him. He met his obligation, and yes, you're right, we fucked him, but... <laughs> we fucked him. <laughs> That's straight from the business, that is. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, What's the last question there, Gav? We're up to six. 
Last question is, we are actually tanking for playoff matchups at the moment. So, Hamo was the odd cunt out on this one. All right, Hamo. Why the fuck not? Couldn't no hurt. way. Couldn't hurt. Yes, it could. Sad, I'll take absolutely you're fucking good. Remember, you're talking about home court advantage in a playoff yeah. series. Yeah, that's right. No, home look, court advantage. Uh, home court advantage is a big one. The other, the other big ones are. Um, fact of the matter is, when we're healthy, there's nobody in the West that scares the Phoenix Suns. Right? They don't care where they play. We're good in the West. I am. Um, hey, look. And if you ask Mario Chalmers, the Lakers don't scare anyone either. I don't. I don't think we're we're okay. tanking for, for for playoff seating at all or matchups. I am. Um, but in saying that. I have. I'd prefer to see some of the top top three or four. If we were to fall out in the five or six, I'd prefer to see some of them teams rather than some of the guys who are, um, you know, quietly fucking sitting down there waiting for their, you know, their 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 time to really put the burners on. Like again, it's, like- it's 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 if if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were fully healthy, I don't really want to play them. I prefer to play fucking Denver because these these cunts are doing our best impersonation, their best impersonation of us last year, going hell for leather during the regular season, leaving nothing in the tank. We're going to be able to game plan for it because I think they've just shown all their fucking. Well, cards. let's be honest, Denver Denver's one of the best regular season teams in the last five years, yeah. but they're and fucking terrible in the playoffs. Are they though? Like Denver's going to win the West, and I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't looked at this historically, but. Whatever record they finish with winning the West would have to be one of the lowest Western Conference winning records in history, for sure. Yeah, it's especially after their last five-game losing streak, I guess. They're just healthy. Like I don't, I don't rate Denver over a seven-game series. You can just, you can uh, between MPJ, Jokic, you can just fucking kill those guys defensively on the switch. So, give me Denver every day of the week, but at the same time. We saw the Suns a few years ago when we had the Lakers. Everyone was like, you don't want to play the Lakers. And we were just like, we ain't ducking nobody. Just play. Winning form is good form. We've got to get Durant integrated. Just play. Just win. And, and skull fuck whoever comes across us. Hey. Is there anyone in the West that actually scares you? Fully healthy if, Clippers. If we're fully healthy. Fully healthy. The Clippers scares me. And do you know what? It's not Kawhi. It's not Paul George. It's Ty Lue that scares me. I think Series. He's a brilliant coach. Rate him high. What we should do if Ty Lue's coaching, if Ty Lue's coaching them, we should bring Alan Iverson in and sit him on the bench. Oh yeah. <laughs> he could just do the step over on him. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Um, that was thumbs up, thumbs down. Gents, are you ready for no cap? Fuck yes. <laughs> Fucking hope you are. I don't think Staff is, but I'm really hoping that he just makes something up as we go. Um, Look, I don't even know who is, so I'm going to pretend I do, and let's roll with it. You can, you can basically, um, you've got 30 seconds to have a rant about anything or anyone that you feel needs a rant. It's um, it can be positive. It's almost it doesn't a, have to be a negative rant. Let's a, just let's be fair. Positives, but this is an each way rant. Boring. Positives boring. <laughs> don't do it. Get um, fucked, Gav. Positives great. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Hamo, you're going to go first. You ready? Nah. 
Fuck, Someone I'll lead off. All right, Nate can lead off. I got uh, I got the timer ready. I, 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 I posted ready? A, a quick a quick little meme in the feed this afternoon that was the premise for my um for my no cap today. So, are you ready? Yes. Go. Give me that jock itch. He rubbed the fungus all over Sacktown yesterday and showed us yet again. Aussies belong on this team. Those fuckers in scratchy sack all went home enjoying a W, but today they're waking up with an irritating itch that's going to inflame and rub them out come playoff time. Lamisel Jokic, we got the cream, bitches. No cap. Love it. What, what a sensational no cap. I wanted, I wanted to send that one home. So, but did you did you do that? that? That's sensational. Yes, for this exactly for this segment. Uh, oh, I thought you put that up as someone stealing your jock itch, um, <laughs> Logan. From was some, a, uh, it was a preamble for the segment. You fuck with. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a fucking idiot. You can go next for being a dumbass. You ready? Uh, okay, start. Hit the fucking time. Are you ready? You know what? If go. Just, I'm a bit pissy right now. If if I send I. If I send you a message asking you to be on the fucking podcast as a guest for all these good things and you respond saying, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, what do you use type thing? And you ask some questions about and then I answer them and then I fucking keep messaging you and finding out, oh, yeah, let me know if you're keen. And you don't fucking let me know you're a cock. Now, Leezus, Andrew Leezus, you're not invited anymore. Not from me anyway. You don't have to ask one of these other cunts. Um, yeah, fucking respond, mate. Don't leave me on, leave me on red. You can't no cap. Time's up. <laughs> well, that's your best one. It. it took you a fucking, fucking month with the pods, but you fucking nailed it. <laughs> that's your best. That's your best no cap so far. Fuck. Fuck. Is it no? He's, he's a good bloke, but fuck. Come on, man. Hello, you ready? Yes, sir. Off you go. Started off mentioning this a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you want to join our group, I love each and every single one of our members, but please make sure in your profile it does not say that you're a fucking Los Angeles Lakers fan. If you do, you're a fuckwit. You will not get added. And, yeah, basically just a cunt of life. No cap. Cunt of life. Cunt of life. I like it. Cunt of life. Right. Yeah, that's a good um, sign-off. Maybe you should try that with Straight to the point. <laughs> Move on from Boyd's account to <laughs> your account of life. <laughs> I reckon we're breaking a record tonight for most C-bombs dropped. New, new sign-off. There's been a lot of C-bombs and a lot of references and to only dropped one. And a lot of fucking Lakers fans. That's the problem. <laughs> um, Staff, you ready? Look. Fucking hell, I didn't even know I needed to come on here and tee off on someone. Come on, mate. If I'm gonna, hey, if you if put I'm your gonna, hand up, you've got to tee off. You're going to cost me some followers. I'll tee off on Sun's fucking Twitter. Oh, oh, me... oh, oh, I haven't said go yet. I'm <laughs> fucking teeing off. I don't need you to tell you me ready? when to tee off. I'll you ready? When I'm ready go. Sun's fucking Twitter. Let me say, love it. It's the best way for obviously us Aussie fans to interact, but fuck me. When we lose a game, I have never seen such a bigger group of bedwetters who just fucking throw the baby out with the bathwater. Everyone sucks. Sack everyone. Monty sucks. Durant sucks. Aiden sucks. Trade everyone. Sack everyone. Fuck me. It's an 82-game season. we got a fucking 16-game fucking playoff run to the title. 
for fuck's sake, kick knickers in fucking knot, chill the fuck out, and we will get there when we're meant to get there, cunts. Fuck you, son's Twitter. No cap. No cap. You need to say it. There we go. I've lost myself nice. some followers. Sorry, lads. Very nice. Um, to be honest, uh, you clearly haven't listened to the pod the last couple of weeks. I reckon Sunday's Twitter has been no cap for about five weeks straight. <laughs> All right, good to know. Cheers to Sun's Twitter. Right. Um, after that, I'm shook. I really have nothing. Um, okay. Would you like some cream for it? Just leave it at that. What, what was that? Leave it at that? You don't want me to go? I don't, I'd would need you like some cream for it, Gab? Get him, Gab. One and all, we're not here to fuck spiders, Gab. Get him, Gab. We're not here to fuck spiders, boy. Get him, Here we go. Monty Williams. What the fuck are you doing? Clearly, when Ish Rainwhite gets on the court, we win. When he doesn't, we lose. He plays three. He doesn't play three games. We fucking lose all three. You put him on the court today, and we win. Seriously, I understand Suns Twitter. I embrace them now. I understand that you don't call timeouts when they need to be called. You don't do anything right. You should be sacked. I don't actually agree with that, but no cap. <laughs> you just cap your own no cap. I'm on the up and up. He's you uncapped. You are fucked. Hey, Gav, in the Philly game today, you know everyone talks about how big Busy is and how solid Busy is and he can hold out anyone from the key regardless of his height. Did you see that one play where PJ, PJ Tucker just pushed him out of the way? Yeah. I have oh. to laugh because they're all, he's an ex-son too, right? <laughs> just all the talk about how big Busy is and PJ just and we love PJ. pushed him out he's of the way. He's Marley Hustle, board. right? They hey. they basically almost renamed the fucking Marley Hustle the PJ Tucker fucking hustle. Can I can I say something real quick? Yesterday, being a stalker hanging outside the Suns Hotel trying to meet the players like a fucking twelve year old, busy Can comes out. Yeah, yeah, I was hanging outside the team bus like an absolute fucking creeper. A few players come out. Busy comes out, and I talked to him for a minute. He's looking me in the eye, like I'm eye to eye with Busy, and I have no fucking idea what's going on because this dude's supposed to be 28 foot 10. I look him up; he's, he's six, six foot eight. eight how, right? how did I not know he's six? I'm I'm six six. So, but he comes out, he looks me in the eye, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I thought you were a giant, man. He uh, he he plays well above his size. I was I was shocked to see how small he was. Once You're I heard th- how tall he was, I was just even more amazed by some of his defensive prowess. You know what I mean? Because that yeah. a motherfucker plays like he's almost seven foot. Hey, if Cap, he was seven foot, ten six- shots a game. Amazing. You're six yes, six. Boy. Oh, stats. I am six. Yeah. Six, with, six foot six. Right? around. Marley, Marley looked like he had an inch on you in that picture. Yeah, I'd, yeah. It came later on, on the night. <laughs> he made you bend your knees, didn't he? Anyway, this is Monty after hearing my um, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> by, the know, way, by the way, this week... And, 
Yeah. I was going to say, that picture I got with Dan Marley was in 2008, early 2008. And obviously, I'm a Port Adelaide fan now, Phil. He said, oh, you're from Australia, man. Australia, come over for your grand finals there. How about those cats? And I was like, fuck you, Dan Marley. <laughs> 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 Oh, Blasphemy, but I understand. He's not a small fellow. <laughs> Fucking hell. He now, was trying to be um, friends. How about those none of us, none of us mentioned it, but I do have to roll it out. After his performance this week, he's been very, very good. Just quickly, before we move on to the next section. That's a knife. Chocodile Dundee. <laughs> we got what the pre-bitters. <laughs> Jock's been fucking sensational, right? Mate, I love Jock. I was I told some dude in Sacramento asked me, like, do you know him? Because you're from Australia. I was like, yeah, Jock and I are best buds. We went to school together and shit. <laughs> Three years different. Told these guys. They're like, oh my god, you know Jock, this guy knows Jock. They buy me beers. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, I know Jock. He is big. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jock go way back. Me and Jock. We we're, Jock we're, Australian. we're Australian. We know everybody who lives in Australia. It's right. it's just the way it works. Do you know this guy? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know John from nice. Sydney. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, gents. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. So, Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. <laughs> Who do you want to have a beer with this week, Hamo? Man, I'm going to go with one of our members, um, Ash Shaw. And uh, all, more importantly, all the smoked barbecue. I want to have a beer and get some of that grub into me, man. God damn, that looks good. Ash is a great yep, guy. Haven't had a chance. Did you say? To, did you to, say you want grub into you, or get some of that grub? Okay. Just, As Ash, in his barbecue, man, is absolutely fucking amazing. So yeah, Ash, ASAP. We need that beer. Actually, that's a good point. I might go get some barbecue Nate. dinner around here, actually. She's <laughs> got me awesome. thinking about lunch Nate, now. Who, 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 who do you want to have a beer with, Nate? Well, given my no cap, you'd think I'm going to say Jock Landau, but I'm not. I'm going to go a little bit more into it. I want to have a beer with the NBA officials. Well, hear me out. <laughs> for fining Luca 35 grand for gesturing refs were on the take... Because his idiot fucking team lined up at the wrong basket. <laughs> These guys, let's 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 sow them some sugar, right? Because and by sugar, I mean love, not money, because that's how we got thirty-five grand fine in the first place. But the officials don't do us any favors. But when they finally do a disservice to that motherfucker, it's time for a beer. Like it, Boyd. Who do you want to have a beer with? I always wait to last minute to do these and um, I've had two fucking, um, I've jumped ship twice. So I saw on Twitter, there was this, there's this fucking guy who I started following, uh, who started following me, Adam Locke. He's in Phoenix right now, a bachelor's party. He's an Australian living in Phoenix. Um, oh, actually, sure. he lives in New York. New, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in a, at a bachelor party. He, in yeah, Phoenix. he's in Phoenix now, but he lives in New York. And he put a photo up of him and his boys all dressed up in old son's jerseys um, about to go and have some beers. And fuck, I, I said, man, I, I thought, I really want to be there having beers with him. But now I've seen all these videos from staff today. Um, he's there fucking <laughs> smashing, smashing the mid car up. Now I, I, I want to 
this that right now. Let's do right this. Fucking now. <laughs> Staff, who do you want to have a beer with? Well, how am I supposed to fucking uh, answer that? I'll give you Boyd. Come on, Boyd, get your ass over to Phoenix. I'm here for another week. Let's fucking hit the together. We'll do some real, real roving reporting. I've got to be honest. So when do when do you leave, man? What day do you leave? Uh, oh, it's a bit, so I'm in Phoenix for I go to Utah for the Jazz game, and then I'm coming back for the Wolves and the Nuggets games. But then my family joins me, so we're doing Disneyland and all that bullshit. And um, I'll be back in LA for the Lakers game on the seventh, and then I'll be going to the first first home playoff opener. So. Any of you guys, and that's what I'm going to say. I want to have a beer, honestly, at home. I know maybe three Suns fans where I live. You can't fucking catch up for a beer and watch a game. All you guys, man, if we could just do a podcast for a finals game, everyone get in the cans together. Just just being here now, being able to actually have a few beers with actual fucking Suns fans and enjoy the game, it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. Well, we've um, we caught yeah, up in Adelaide, right? Uh, we caught up in Brisbane initially. Um, went yep. to the Lions game. Nate and I were fucking blind and spilled beers on twelve-year-old kids. We were blind before tip-off of the Suns game, let alone yeah. the. Um, but we we caught up in Brisbane. <laughs> but then, but then you and I caught up, Staff, and went and watched a uh, a game. A book of masterclass. Won by fucking apes. It was great. Booker scored fifty book three quarters. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the Bulls. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, hopefully, you're still there when I get there. I'm there on the 20th. I think we cross over, though. Yeah, I think I leave on the 20th as no, well. Don't cross swords, fellas. <laughs> cross the streams. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, I would like to have a beer with... Oh, fuck, I have one. And now I've forgotten. It didn't write um, it down. You've got nah, the gender and you didn't write I don't, it down. I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking write shit down. Um, <laughs> just say it's me. It's what I do. I want to have a. I want to have a beer with everybody when I get over there, from the twentieth to the twenty fourth. If you're there, come and have a beer with me, just so that we can take photos, send them to Boyd, and make him this really. Is the mad. Third time you've had this one. Fucking get prepared. No, it's not. No, that's a fucking lie. I said. I've I've only done one other, which was I wanted to be in Phoenix when we got KD, and it was Super Bowl week. Okay, I I want to have a beer with all of Phoenix, but I I want to have a beer with everyone while I'm over there. It's really inventive. Good one. (laughs) All right, I'll I'll narrow it down. I want to have a beer with uh, my Phoenix Suns podcast friends, Suns Jam. and they're all fucking off. Boyda, Lucy, uh, shut the fuck up. Boyda, Lucy, the PHNX crew, um, fuck fanning the flames. They're all leaving. Uh, Even Lucy, <laughs> who the fuck is Nate? <laughs> who the fuck is Nate? Yeah, I want to have a beer just so that I can show you who Nate is. <laughs> uh, I'm dropping in on the PHNX crew uh, later this week. I bought them some Vegemite. We're going to do the fucking Vegemite challenge. Get them boys on board, so I'll be doing that later. Nice. I love nice. that. Oh, yeah, man. Love that. I got some cherry. All right. Hey, gents. Plug it off. Time for the vlog of the week. And trust me, they are ugly. Very unattractive. Google their face when you're done here. Hey, mate, who's your vlog of the week? 
for our Aussie fans, this might be easier, but for our international fans, there's an uh, Australian sport called Aussie Rules. This gentleman's name, who is long retired, is Sam Newman. Now, his son apparently went to school with Jock Landale. And apparently now, because Jock is big dick Jock, he wants to sue him over an alleged fight that happened in the fucking high school back in the day, where Jock forced him to the ground and beat him viciously. You're a flog. It's high school. Get over it. I'd like Who's to see a rematch flog, right Sam now. Or his son? Both of them. The whole family. I like it. He's, he's, his his missus tried to run him over years ago. Does no one know about this? Like, this fuck is, me. He's obviously this a This is swag. clearly a Victorian thing, right? Because they're the most woke state in the country and only, only they do this. <laughs> All right, Did so you hear the quote? Jock got famous. Jock. He's got money. And you want to try and take it from him. You're a fucking flog. In fairness, he doesn't have that much money. I mean, he's got more than me. The biggest. <laughs> got more than Sam Newman's son, apparently. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to go next, Gav. If you're cool with that, I, do, do, I want to give Camo some props though, because that's that's a good research for a flog. Yeah, it's a good one. No, I, I do dive into it was my pretty, flogs. It was Definitely. it was pretty pretty. Me too, Hamo. There was a lot. There was a lot of lot of words. Boyd, I have got an opportunity to give Luka Doncic flog of the week, and I'm going to fucking give it to him, man. He um. Just his commentary he's around. His he's got his lost his love. He's his little spark inside of him that fucking get, keeps him going. Uh, just the fun of the game. You're fucking getting paid millions of fucking dollars a year to play oh, poor sport, you poor cunt. <laughs> and he's it. And you know what? He's 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 looking for that same sort of reaction that LeBron got when he fucking had a mental breakdown over not getting a fucking foul called. The whole thing with the the. the People are losing sleep over him. He's he's fucking looking for it. But um, yeah, no. It's, he can't um, even go and cry to his mum because she's going to tell him to fuck off. It wouldn't be an episode. It wouldn't be an episode without a boy child. In the, in the... <laughs> That's not Chucky. <laughs> this is a new one. You just have that one. That's a new well, one. I was going. Are they all Nate, got the same face? Your, Nate, who's your flog of the week? <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of got a little bit to do with what Boyd said uh, about LeBron. So my flog is Tristan Thompson. Uh, by publicly calling out Mario Chalmers while on a Draymond Green pod for saying nobody was scared of playing LeBron, while at the same time lobbying, lobbying for a position on the Lakers. <laughs> like he's literally publicly trying to get a job with the Lakers and then goes on a Draymond Green's pod and cast out Mario Chalmers for his comment against LeBron. Like, is it doesn't take a genius to put the two pieces of that fucking puzzle together. That's my flog. It's nicely done. Nicely done. Staff, who's your flog of the week? Look, my flog of the week's one none of you guys are even going to know, but the f- – oh, I'll tone my language down a little bit. The lady sitting next to me at the fucking Lakers and Suns game, as you guys would have seen, I paid I paid good money for some fucking really good seats in row two down at crypto fucking dot com arena. The lady next to me brought a fucking ring light to the game and she took no less than 500 fucking selfies during the game to the point where she asked me to take a photo of her and hold the fucking ring light while I took a photo. 
So I turned that camera on the front, took a selfie of myself, gave her a fucking camera back. At one point during the game, she literally asked her partner if Kobe Bryant was still playing. And I was... <laughs> oh, 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 honestly, I prefer sitting in the nosebleeds with the real fans <laughs> who care. Every front <laughs> is my fucking flog of the week because they oh, were just there to say there. There were no true fans. Thank you for sharing, sir. We all needed wow. to hear that. Yeah, fuck Lakers fans. Lakers fans were retarded, but fuck me. Even I was like, what the fuck? Uh, my flog of the week is anyone in NBA media who thinks... He doesn't like Kobe Irving, Bryant's not here anymore. No, no it's, <laughs> who, who thinks that Kyrie Irving is the problem in Dallas. The problem in <laughs> Dallas is that they're fucking shit. Kyrie's gone in. All of the reports are he's been fine in the locker room. Luka Doncic is having a fucking meltdown because he wants to be the man wherever he is, whatever he does. I can guarantee, oh, well, maybe not guarantee, but I think at the end of this year, Luka Doncic is going to request a trade and go to the East Coast and play for New York. Oh, that is a hot take. That should, because, have been, that should have been your no cap, bro. That should have been your no cap. Because that motherfucker is a sook. He's always been a sook. He is fucking not as good as he thinks he is. And he certainly, sure as shit, can't lead a team to go to the finals or the playoffs or anything else. The only thing that dude wants is attention. Luca, so you reckon he's going to go to a quote unquote smaller market team so he can be the number one? No, I think he's going to go to one of the biggest market teams and go to New York because he knows that currently the Knicks have got Julius Randle and um, Jalen Brunson. He thinks he's better than both, so he can go there and be the center of attention in New York. And I, I think they'll trade for him. And Quite I think they'll trade Randall for him. How good would it I think, be? If I think we'll, we'll end up with Luca and Jalen Brunson again in New Brunson York good. with fucking shit pieces and Luca just running around like he's the king dick of the world and they still Indiana will achieve fucking nothing. He won't go to Indiana. There is, not, there is not enough of a video. I love you. I've got to bail. But I agree, Gav. 100%. Let's go, Suns. I've got to go, man. This can't spend I mean, Say, mate. I wish Coach Fallen Founder was here right now because what I'd like to say is I wish Kyrie would do something we all want to do. <laughs> Sleep with Luca's mum. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> she is hot. Um... <laughs> Gents, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Staff, thank you so much for joining us live from fucking Phoenix. Um, I'm tanked. Pretty late there. You're, you're going out again, are you? Thinking about it. The more yeah, of these go down. Yeah, I love it. I what love what it. hotel are you staying in, bro? Yeah, where are you staying? I'm just in downtown at the moment because I'm going to Utah in a couple of days and then when I come back, I'll be in Scottsdale, but I just stayed downtown for this one. Yeah, where? What room number? Some <laughs> no, no, leave. 
on NBC. I'm at the Embassy, Embassy Suites, 804 North 4th Avenue, room 202. Anyone wants to pop up for some beers, come on down. There you go. <laughs> where, where can we find you on Twitter? Um, you've got the chance to promote yourself. Anything else? Oh, look, where, where are uh, you, mate? After the way I just teed off about Sun's Twitter, I think it's best that people don't know where to find me. You just told them. <laughs> don't come looking for me. <laughs> oh, Nate, where, where do we find you on Twitter? All that sort of shit. Last, I'm in thoughts? at Nicky's Falcon on Twitter. Um, what are my thoughts? You know, I got... Um, okay. You'll appreciate this, Gav. I got a, a WhatsApp message from a mate back in, in Adelaide that I used to work with. He's a Boston fan, but he was the one that um, got me the text before, about KD before I actually saw all the news. Uh, and he, he messaged me saying, so are you buying your tickets for finals already again? <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know what? This year I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm just going to save my money. But uh... You're not coming. You're not coming with me. <laughs> yeah, you know that. No. No. Hey, you know, you're still on you're still on special flight. All we need Am to I? do is book the flight. Yeah. All we need to do well, is book the flights the day before. And I'm sure Justin will have a sleep on his floor or damn will or whatever. Well, let's look at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a much better answer. <laughs> Hamo, talk to me. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, what we've personally, just real quick, this week I've, I've had a lot of reflection <coughs> about uh, what this group, the Aussie Suns fan, has, has meant to me, being able to meet people from across the world, um, living vicariously through people like staff. Um, it, it is an absolute blessing. It really is. And to see where we've come from to where we are now, I'm just extremely proud. And I love and respect every single one of our members, except for Boyd. And, um, yeah, just I, I, I appreciate you. I really do, guys. So just keep keep following. The more the more interaction we can get with everyone, the, the bigger we can grow and the more important things that we can bring to you that no one else can. Um, but, yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, follow us at Suns Fans on Twitter, YouTube, like, subscribe, do all that sort of shit. Nate, when we finish this off, let's have a chat. Um, <laughs> Phoenix, I'll see you in April. And then I'm going to see you again in June while we're uh, sitting out there watching us win the fucking title and then sitting there watching the fucking parade. Staff, you're coming with us. If there's a parade, he's in, not the bitch. Staff, Nate, <laughs> myself, we're, we're going to be there watching KD fucking drive down the main street of Phoenix with a fucking, with a Larry O'Brien. That's what we're going to we do. We need to bring Frank Kaminsky back for that parade just to throw cans out to the fans. I'm not coming if Frank Kaminsky's not there. Tank. Well, that's, come on, mate. You still, whether Frank's there or not, I mean, he's not going to win a title this year, but we can invite. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson back. Done. Uh, Mate, and I mean, Dario. You invite to show up. And Dario. And Dario. Let's, let's and bring Jake them all back. Oh, no, wait. Fuck that guy. No, fuck <laughs> that guy. Um, cheers, guys. And 
it's been a pleasure. Can't wait to see you next week, maybe. Yeah. No, next week we're good. I'll see you next week. And, of course, as always, fuck you, boy. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range. For that championship reign We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing P-H-O-E-N-I-X Phoenix Suns and you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship reign We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing